be great. Right. We're It'll horrible. We're horrible. It'll be great. Let's just anyway. start over from the top. Do you want to no. start over from the top? I think. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, right, right. Hold on. Let me go back to pre-show. All right, hold go back on. to. Let's start over from the top. Round two. Uh-huh. All right, all right, we right. are horrible. Bear with I'm gonna count it out. I'm gonna count it out. Ready? Ready? <laughs> we have to do it just like we did it before. All right, all right. Ready? <laughs> oh, there's a wet spot on my shirt or something. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 44. Let's get right into it. Indigo, how was your week this week? Oh, um, I hit 50. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Krug, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Um, I'm, <laughs> I don't remember if I hit PvP last week or this week, but I'm also level 50. Yeah, we both uh, hit this week. Oh, been doing, I've been doing tons and tons of dailies, which is fun. I finally have money with which to buy things. I have a full set of, almost a full set of purple DPS gear, and uh, I just started building Seriously? my, yeah, wow. of DPS gear, yeah, and I almost have uh, the full set of blues for my healing set, uh, and so PvP has been really fun. Um, <laughs> trying to heal in PvE gear is so much worse than trying to DPS in PvE gear because people yell at you. Like if a DPS dies, nobody cares, but if, when the healer dies or when the healer lets people die, everybody just yells at you, and it's really obnoxious. So I've been trying to do that. It's really fun. Moose says, or not Moose, Old Man Blue says, woo, you hit puberty. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was really great. And I joined the guild. I joined the Final Frontier because they're fun. Welcome. And, uh, yeah. Then Doc's in the guild and he got me in. So that's basically my week. It was great. A thing happened. Like you, Doc. Oh man, I've had a, my first off, non-Wildstar news, I played, we did our, all of our Mother's Day stuff. So happy Mother's Day to stepmoms and moms everywhere. Uh Every mother figure, they need to be honored. It's their day today, and we're sitting here talking about PvP in a game. Anyway, we were playing football yesterday in the street because we're genius people. The pass went forward. I was supposed to dive. Oh, I was supposed to just touch him two and touch. Maybe the genius I was was like, he's too far. I must dive. As I dive, there's this John Woo moment in my head full of clarity going, oh, no, this isn't grass. This is concrete and asphalt. This is going to hurt. And I just fall and skid like a good six inches on the, on the ground. <clears throat> My hands are jacked the F up today. In Wildstar, it hurts to PvP. It hurts to play the game right now. It hurts to play every game right now. Uh, I bought Mortal Kombat X. I've been playing a ton of that. been playing Marvel oh, Lego oh. Heroes with my, with my nephew. And, I forgot hmm? something. I forgot something. What's up? I forgot something. I bought, I bought Grand Theft Auto. How was that? Eh. <laughs> Fair point. Mortal Kombat X is great though. As for yeah. as for PvP or as for Wildstar, I've I've had like twenty three two weeks two weeks. How much how much money do you think I've made in Wildstar? Uh, you told me, so I can't guess. Eight I'm, plat. Twenty three plat and counting in two weeks of farming. Just farming, just quests, just contracts. Just sitting there in my bank right now. Mmm, that money. How's that cred teaching you, treating you? Oh, I got cred like a week and a half ago, and I made twenty extra plat. You're no auction house, no commodity house, just straight questing. I'm fucking rolling in it. It's amazing. You're a douche nozzle. Every, so, yeah, it's awesome. Oh, man, that's disgusting. So, I have two plat for reference. I almost have three. I almost have three. I've actually gotten... I've actually gotten... Gotting? <laughs> I've actually gotten all three major daily zones, Northern Waste, Crimson Badlands, and um, Starcom Basin. I can do all three of them in an, under an hour and 20 minutes. Nonstop. Wow. Just going through the quests insane anyway let's go on with the strange tales of the week before we go on to the first strange tale i just want to remind everyone before the giveaways uh, ends to go and if you have not uh 
If you have not done it already, I just sent you guys the link in chat. Click away at it and enter to win uh, uh, our very last, wherever it is, our very last box of Wildstar that we are giving away. This, yeah, the, uh, this the other around. box in his background's already been taken. There so, will be and the other more giveaways, just there, to let you all know. Yes. It's the last one for this giveaway. Set. Yeah. It's going to be fun. giving you people things. And speaking <laughs> of Wildstar, let's get into the big hallelujah, oh my god, here it is. Tuesday, was it Monday night or like Sunday night last week, there's a simple post in the forum that said, hey, maintenance going down in preparation of the patch. That's it. They didn't even say that. They just said uh, servers will be going down for a game update. And yeah. then the downtime was like 2.5 hours. And everyone was just like, well, that's the drop. No, no. And then time travel came in <laughs> yep, and yep, posted yep. a link to it and said, cough, drop five, cough. Yep. That was the whole announcement. It was just like. <laughs> Drop five. Technically, it wasn't the whole right. announcement. They've been doing deep dives for the last two weeks and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but the pomp and circumstance is gone. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, what's your guys' feelings about this? Because I have very, very strong feelings about this. Well, why don't you go first? Because I have very go weak feelings about this. <clears throat> okay, uh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I, it just bothers me. The drop me. or the lead up to the drop? The No, the, the fact that the drop wasn't announced, the, like, at all to me. Yes, there were deep dives. Yes, there were all these uh, videos going out. And it was like, great, drop five's eventually going to happen. Woohoo, yay, great. When? I don't know. It's just going to happen one of these days. So a lot of people were waiting to find out when it's going to happen, you know, because all of the other drops, they say, hey, next week we're going to do drop five. And so everyone sits around, waits until the drop uh, drop is going to come out. And then what do they do? They do this, which is, oh, hey, drop five tomorrow, by the way. It's like, what? What? Hold on, I can't even I don't even have enough time to turn around and tweet that out. I need to shower this like. Yeah. Well, from from like from a like website perspective, it would have been nice to have a little bit of heads up. But as a player, it would have been nice. As to a have player, it. I don't care at as, all. What? I don't care. Okay, as as a community member who contributes to the community, I saw this coming a mile away because we've been doing it forever and ever. And every time I got all the deep dives out for the major features, it's always been about a week or two left until the drop comes. As mm-hmm. a player, um, I don't, I'm not as opposed to it as you are. For. Huh? Care. You said you don't, and then you're supposed to say care. Uh, no, care's not the word I'm looking for. I still miss, be. you know what I miss was the Nexus report. And I, I had, I'd already assumed that because 0 to 50 was going down, uh, the Nexus support was going down as well. And I, it was confirmed when I asked Tony, like, hey, what's up with Nexus support? He goes, it's still down for the moment. I said, cool, it's all I needed to know. I wasn't upset. I was a little sad about it. But I don't mind not having uh, all the crazy dev speaks and everything like that. I, I just miss that because the Nexus report was supposed to be the lead into the drop. Okay, so here, I'm going to ask you a question. Krug, you hear um, <clears throat> that a new movie is going to come out, and you're really looking forward to this new movie. But they say, hey, we don't have a release date. It's going to come out, you know, in the next few months. And then uh, one Thursday night, they go, uh, oh, by the way, uh, the movie comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your opinion as a consumer for that? If I have the ability to sit at my computer and just log into my movie account and then watch the movie whenever I want, uh, I don't care at all. And that's what I can do with Wildstar. I can relate to this question, though. So back in, like, 06, 07, when Pirates 2 came out, they were said, oh, it's coming out this Friday, blah, 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 blah. I get home, and then there's an announcement, and Twitter blows up, and they say, hey, Pirates is out for an 8.30 showing. You can go right now, like... But yeah, let's do it. I don't care about not getting it 12 hours later. I, if I can go do it now, I'm in. I'm, I, I already bought my tickets. I'm in line, and I'm yeah, good to go. 
but that's that's something different. That's like that's like saying, "Hey guys, next week uh, Drop Five is going to come out," and then it was like, "By the way, uh, we decided that uh, we wanted to give it to you early, so here you go." Like, there's a huge difference for that. Like, people, I, I mean, you and I are can sit there and say, "Yeah, well, I'm going to log on every single night." The thing is, at the end of the day, they're still trying to gain population for this game, and having a release date allows people to base their time around that information. Speaking of that, really though, this. Did work out in their favor because the population boomed the last week. The yeah, population has been going. Of... No, no, no. This is a little more than steady growth. This last yeah. five days, there's a legit boom. Granted, we didn't get the lead up to it and I, as what people wanted, but even in Fade, I noticed within 48 hours, the population was even larger than I had assumed. I don't know. I just, I just had a, a huge issue with. I, I just had a huge issue with the fact that it was just like there was no sort of excitement to it. You know what I mean? Normally, uh, yeah, like, I, I guys, look, I'm really excited. We're going to give this to you guys. Here's the day that we're going to give them. People are going, yes, I'm really excited. I'm going to buy my uh, my subscription now so I can be prepared for this, blah, blah, blah. And then now, it was just like, it was like, by the way, tomorrow's drop five. Cough, now, cough. There I would be no more excitement. Okay, I would be more okay with that if what didn't happen afterward happened. We're going to move into that in just a little bit. Okay. So the official launch video and announcement of the website came out that same morning. We Not a whole lot of lead up for it. Obviously, no Nexus report because it's being restructured at the moment. Mm-hmm. The streams are not gone. Wildstar is no longer, Wildstar Online officially is not done streaming. They're restructuring their services. They're on hiatus. They're on officially. hiatus. Uh, the patch notes came out. The last few weeks we've been covering them. Not a whole Medics lot has changed. <clears throat> Medics are OP as fuck. <laughs> go check those out if you guys want us to go over them again. We, we might do that next week, but you can if you've been listening, you already know the gist of it. Uh, Wildstar Core is like I said back. They, they're doing a work in progress community run pet guide. Holy hell, bro! We have gone through like three notes already uh, from the show notes. <laughs> you've already gone through the invasion nexus stuff. Which hold on, everyone, let me just uh, show like, you. Am that. I going too fast? Yeah! Holy hell! <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you take coffee before you started again? What the heck? No, I'm just jazzed. I'm jazzed. I kind of want to like just get back into the game already this week. <laughs> Not like me. Well, we must end podcasts me. so we can play games. Well, you are the worst <laughs> podcaster. I will ever go real slow. Give people information. Okay, I, I do apologize. Okay, so all right, so so that we don't rush through this, Indigo, what are we looking at? Uh, right now, we are watching the a- official trailer for the Invasion Nexus, where they are showing Bay of Betrayal. They're showing pets. They're showing off all the stuff that we've been talking about for weeks uh, in wonderful, wonderful uh, color and actual gameplay. Uh, the reason I wanted to stop at this and actually talk about it is um, the the sheer fact that who's voicing it? Corey Hurden. Mm. Is that his last name? Who, yeah, who have we been pushing to get to do the, these for a while? Phineas T. Rotostar. It's definitely been, it's definitely it, been quite a little bit. Exactly. So I will point out that that might not be like a, hey, look, STOS is saying. Oh, no, 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 no. We were the first suggestion. That's not, that is. Absolutely the logical choice. No, no, no. That is not what I was saying. What I'm, what I am saying is I'm super excited that he's the one voicing it. We've all, it wasn't just STOS. Everyone was shouting it. sure. Everyone was like, Before guys, Corey, we got a Corey, yeah, Corey, get Corey, Corey in it. You know, Frost I, I, is gone. He's the other voice that everyone knows who he is. You know, mm. let's do this. Except for Commander Durek and all the Granok. That's the like the third voice I can think of. But I don't know who plays him, so. Um, yeah. ugh, crap. I, it's actually me. Uh, no, but the, the, the reason why I was kind of speeding through these notes is I wanted to get our opinions of Drop 5 so far. So we're going to let that play in the background while I go over the next point. Uh, Wildstar Core... 
is starting up a community-run pet guide. It's a current work in progress. It doesn't have all of the pets. They're asking for any information on how to find the pets and how to get the pets. They have um, a page set up right now that has a, a guide of all the pets, and you click on it where you can find, personally get it. I've been trying this whole week to get a Lop Deputy pet. I've done, at this point, 13 challenges. I've gotten satchels each time. <laughs> it's so much fun. So let's just get this out of the way. What does everybody want? What what do we want? Oh, I want yes. the dop the lop deputy, and I want the PVP pet. Okay, not not the end of shale thing. Chompacombra. What and is that's the... the end of my pet gathering forever? That is the best pet. What is the PVP pet? One of them is, is that just what you want? You want whatever the PVP pet is? No, he wants to say the name. Oh. No, no, I really don't know it. I, I, I <laughs> legitimately... What, what are they? Because I got a pet from PvP today, but I can't find it. One was the Indigo Shale Rock, I think it was called. The Bullshit. One... Yeah. <laughs> you knew that. I you did. Know he, that. Yeah, he totally I, wanted me to say I, it. Hey, you had to have known that. Scout, Scout's Honor, I, I legitimately didn't know what it was. You were not a Boy Scout. But my favorite pet that okay, I got Jake's, randomly. <laughs> Indigo's uh, Honor. Here you go. Honor. My, favorite, my favorite pet that I didn't even consider it was there and I got it randomly was um, the Moody Chieftain that dropped from Tugga. So if you go oh, into yes. Veteran Skullcana, Skullcano, kill Tugga Tugga. got past Tugga for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Tugga Farming is coming back. And the Lops are coming back from the challenges in Malgrave and the Lop Party uh, plug. So if you have the Lop Party plug or a friend that does, do the challenges there. You have a very good chance of getting the Lop Party, the Party Lop, and something else. Lop Deputy is from the challenge. Like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look at that Darkspur Chompacombra. Orange Jesus hates me. I just want to pet it and have it cut my fingers to little pieces because it has spikes on it. I I kind of want the Marauder Chompacombra. When we get the Anniversal Rousedower thing... Uh, when we get the anniversary, which should be in about a month. Oh. Ooh. And our anniversary is the month after. I don't know why. That's true. Yeah, we turned oh, one year so old. old. Yeah. Mm. Good times. Good times. Anyway, we're doing it. There's also a community talk about contracts on the forums. Someone's, the people have already been hitting the max 5K cap for the bag in there. The Gimpacabra. I want the Gimpacabra. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm calling it. Anyway. I want you guys' personal opinions about Drop 5 right now. How it was handled, how it's being run, how you guys are playing through it. Could. Could. Sure. Go. Google go first. So, Drop 5, when I first get into Drop 5, it was just kind of like any other time in my life and signing to Wildstar. There were a couple more people, but that's, you know, populations fluctuate. And the first thing I want to do is go check out contracts. And so I go to the contracts board and I click on it and it doesn't work. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Do I have to like talk to a quest giver first? Uh, no. And then I did a little research and found out that you had to walk into an instance, a specific instance, before it would work. Bay of Betrayal. Kind of, uh, yeah, you had to walk into Bay of Betrayal before it would work. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'll go do that. And Rabbit was there. And so Rabbit and I went to Bay of Betrayal, walked into Bay of Betrayal, walked out of Bay of Betrayal. And then I went back to the contracts board, and I was like, oh, cool, it works. So I got some contracts, started doing contracts. That was fine. I mean, people have to do a little bit of research to figure out why it doesn't work. A lot of people in-game know why it doesn't work. So if you just say, hey, why aren't contracts working? You'll probably get five responses saying you have to walk into Bay of Betrayal, which is fine. Uh, I haven't done Bay of Betrayal yet, so I don't really have any opinions on that just yet. Um, Medics, uh, which is my, my main, the class that I'm playing currently, uh, have a entirely new meta based around not using discharge, which is like their 
Like, this ability does shit damage, but you have to have it because it builds actuators for you. We don't need it anymore. That face all. I just made is my general reaction right now to medics. Yeah, we're a little strong. So, we do... It's too... too we were overtuned a little bit. I, I, I will say that. Medics were overtuned just a little bit. You're putting it um, nicely. We're a little bit powerful. <laughs> we can do a lot of damage. And... <laughs> The fact that we don't need Discharge anymore is... I, I don't think that was intentional. Because I'm pretty sure... Like, Discharge doesn't really have anything no. great about it. Except no. for it builds actuators very quickly. We're not talking I, about the DPS. Mm-mm. Not at no, all. not at all. Talking about the heals? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, you guys are just... No. I don't I don't think there's a problem with the heals currently. Mm, I... I don't think <laughs> I currently. beg. There's not a problem with the heals currently. There's a huge problem with the DPS. It's not really. Indigo, you want to tell us what happened today when you and I were both queued in, in Wild Tiki Temple? I, I believe you, me, and another person. All were, half geared with purples. Yep. Uh, bashing on a medic. Soul and medic. You would, and you would see, again, I'm a stalker, so you would see that choo choo choo. And then you would just see it go choo 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 right back up. And it would. We're like, wait, what happened? And then Doc would spend all of his stuff, and you'd see their health just go, oh, oh, oh. Like a fucking yo-yo. It was, it was the most absurd thing, the fact that it was taking three of us. Now, and, and half your like, max with PvP gear. I, I'm just going to point this out. I One minute with the mission. I think 35 super, seconds to kill. I think that's a super gear thing. Like, what if they were super geared? He had the same gear level we did. What do you? What makes you say that? I, we were able what? to look... Me, dude... Oh my god, I just... I, okay, anyway, I'm moving on from this. Indigo, what are your thoughts? I wasn't done. <laughs> okay, go, Krug. Let's just... Oh, you weren't no, done? I Sorry. Done. I wanted you to, to run over me and say I don't care. I was done. Oh. <laughs> we oh. do care. I was we setting just... up a joke for you and you didn't take it because you're a jerk. <laughs> Whatever. Or I'm not a jerk and that's why I didn't take it. All right. Like, and... One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. The uh, renewable probes amp, I forget what it's called. It might just be called renewable probes. For medic, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I love it so much. It's so much burst. Okay. I'm done. Keep going. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a stalker. Uh, I actually didn't get in to a wild star my first day or the first right after launch. I was actually stuck working until ridiculous amounts of hours and then had to come right back the next morning. So I didn't actually play until the day after I did not share the same contracts issues, uh, that Krug did. I actually was able to get it right in there and, and do contracts and didn't have any sort of issue with it. So that was super awesome. Um, I, I, I love the massive amounts of population and the fact that PVP queue times, I think the longest I saw was two minutes and that was amazing. Um, I, I love that. Uh, I'm, I, this is the part that I was going to talk to you guys the first time we started the intro and, and I screwed up, which is there are so many damn daily zones. And, and when we started the game, there were only two daily zones there were the Badlands and Northern Waste, and you would do both of them. Uh, and so my question is, is if you're a fresh 50, where do you start? Like, do you go to that daily Badlands Northern Waste or do you go to the Defile daily zone or do you go to the newest daily zone? Like there are so many that are just like populating now. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it's crazy to me. So my thought on that is what a lot of players are complaining about. There wasn't a lot of variety in Endgame. They're like, oh, we can only go to Crimson Badlands, and then oh, we can only go to Northern Waste. Now you have Crimson Badlands, Northern Waste, Defile, uh, Blighthaven, and Starcom Basin. When you're a fresh 50, 
If you want to go right for the gear, your best bet now is Starcom Basin. You want to go right for the money, your best bet is Starcom Basin. You want to go and uh, avoid the crowds, your best bet is Crimson Badlands and Northern Wastes. There are breadcrumbs for all of them. The first breadcrumb you'll get is Crimson Badlands at about 48, 49. So theoretically, if you're just going to follow quest progression, you're going to pick up Crimson Badlands and go right into there. You can get to 50, and then your choices from there. 48, 49, Crimson Badlands, Northern Wastes. If you already know what's going on, you got a couple friends, you ask them, go to Starcon Basin. There's a ton of people there, but you'd be fighting for resources, so group up accordingly. Yeah, that's why I don't think Starcom Basin's a good place to start, because it's the hot thing right now, and yeah. it'll be for the next like, but week But it's got or the something. best rewards. Yeah, but you can't complete things quickly. Like, True. Badlands, you don't need to fight over spiders anymore, you don't need to fight over eggs anymore, you don't need to fight over queen anymore, you don't need to do anything. You just go in there, run the quests, there's nothing stopping you, and then move on to, to Northern Waste. And then when you're done with both of those, go to Starcom Basin. Yeah, and you no longer have to complain about you, you You are now at the problem of too much choice, almost. Yeah, yeah. I, Old Man Blue just said, first person I catch in Wildstar is saying that they can't find anything to do. I will track them down and beat them with my cane. I will uh, watch and laugh the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't think that there is nothing to do. The, the issue is is that there is so much to do. Yeah, there is, there's a lot to do. And, but you said issue, and I wholeheartedly disagree with that being an issue. No, no, That's... no, no, no. I, the issue I have is that when I turned 50, I I didn't know where to go. You know what I mean? I was like, well, do I do I go to this area or do I finish through the defile zone? Like, because, you know, you hit 50 before you hit, you finish so, the file zone. Should I just finish that quest line and then do, hit the dailies up in that area? Should I go back and try, like, so, it so that's, was just... that's the best part about it, though. If you're going to follow quest progression, Crimson Battlelands on the Wastes have already settled it for you. If you want to go and do the story, your best bet is going into Defile. And mm -hmm. if you want to go in and grab the gear and see where all the new hotness is, Starcom Base. And so it's, at that point, it's all about your preference. Even if you want to open world PvP, the new hotness zone is your best bet. So going yeah. into Starcom, flagging yourself, which I did get some open PP in, that was pretty fun. Uh, so, I got demolished. Ugh. Was so I was still fun, in my like though. level forty eight oh. gear when I was at Starcom <laughs> Basin, and I was just like, "Oh no, I'm dead." Okay, I'm gonna get back up, and oh, I'm dead again. Oh, I'm gonna get back. Oh, I'm dead so again. Oh, the God. so now it's no longer where do I go? It's where do I want to go? What do I feel like yes. doing today? Yeah. And now, see, the great thing is, it doesn't really matter what you do first. Like you. No, the only reason it's a problem is if you just let it overwhelm you and you're like, oh, I'm going to go do 1% of this quest and then 1% of this quest. I'm going to do one Actually, PvP instance. And blah, blah, I, I, blah, I will blah, throw blah, in a blah. caveat. The only problem you're going to have is if you really want to get into raiding because then you're almost pigeonholed for a long time into Starcom or uh, Crimson Battlelands and Northern Wastes as their rep will contribute to the exile rep. I could be wrong, though. I've been wrong before, and I'm okay with that. Don't uh, raiders like being pigeonholed? <laughs> if it goes, if it gets him into rating. But as for me, uh, I once the, once the contract system was fixed, I love it. I've been able to do so much in a day in time. It's amazing. Well, you and I have had one issue though, which mm. is the um, the quests from like White Vale and Algarok and all that that keep popping Low level up. Level quests, yeah, and that's yeah. going on for a few like a month or two now. Where you'll sit there and you'll get a random call. You're like, okay, cool, call. Or a level 12 quest. Why? Ignore. It comes back. Why? Ignore. It comes back. I don't know what's triggering it, but yeah. it's been. It's not only just us two. Other players have been noticing as well. Some people mm -hmm. like me have finally just accepted the quest and hidden it so we don't get it anymore, but it just takes up a spot. Yeah, you get a list of 40 quests, 
but still annoying as hell. Well, yeah, and that's the problem that I'm having right now is that I am collecting all of the daily quests from everyone, and then not only am I collecting the daily quests, also like the problem that Krug said you may have, which is I start to I start in Badlands and I will start the quests over there, and then one of you two will log on and go like, oh, let's go do this area. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go do that area, and then I'll hop over to that area, and then now I'm I've got all of those quests plus all of the Badland quests plus all of the daily quests and all of the contracts, like, my whole right side is just, like, and I have to keep, like, ignoring quests or abandoning quests, but since those three are, like, it's, like, four or five of them that keep showing up that are lower level, keep popping up, it's it gets aggravating because I have to keep going back into it. And this is actually where it leads to my next point, is that I do miss the Datacron, but I don't mind it being a new quest tracker. Problem mm-hmm. is, is, you're right, if you get a list of quests and challenges and and your path quests that quest tracker becomes so unwieldy really 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 fast that i i kind of just get it looks like just information overload for me mm-hmm. but that's it works though as intended which has not been happening with a few of the stuff in defile the quest to finish an event in starcom basin is bugged the scientist quest to fi- uh, for starcom basin is bugged yeah we're kind of we're kind of dropping on the game real fast but honestly it needs to be said we we do like to be positive of the game, but that makes sense. But there is surprisingly a lot of issues with Drop Five that I don't know what happened in the transition from BTR to Live. It, it worked pretty. It worked really well on PTR. Like luckily they fixed all the major bugs, like Hollow Wardrobe being completely unusable. Mm-hmm. That worked without a hitch. Within five minutes, Hollow Wardrobe, everyone understood it, and you're good to go. Uh, but I don't know what happened where, that led to so many just quests just flat out not working. The Y83 class line actually does does work, and it's pretty fun. It's super short, so people that are complaining about attunement, not a big deal. I've yet to actually be able to do Bay Betrayal, though, but that's just me because adventures are now the new PvP queue time, where they take forever or they never show up. That is not the new PvP queue thing, because that had a problem before. <laughs> adventures kind of No one of wants have... to run adventures. I, I know. They want to do them for um, their their attunement and then they're they're kind of done with them which is kind of a, a crappy thing because they're they're still really a lot of really cool adventures um vet adventures are pretty awesome though I, I will say not adventures um i'm thinking ship hands i'm gonna retract my statement boom <laughs> <laughs> so uh i i kind of want to move on from there we got a bunch of other stuff to talk about i, I know we i know people have always said or at least the last batch of episodes hey, you guys are, are like sucking Carbine's dick and shit. And like, no, we just haven't wow. had a major issue well, with the game. And, but this is something that needs to be said. If if you guys see a bug, please report it. I've reported a few. Like, fucking uh, all your settings being reset for some weird reason took several days to fix and actually made my game completely unplayable for stretches of time because my my UI was not matching up to my mouse movements and I'm, I can't do anything. Set in a ticket and hopefully that worked. And yeah, it was a nice rated comparison, but some people have said that to us. Uh, and it, Sorry, we, 49er. Doc look, apologizes. I, I do apologize. But well, the, funny, if, the funny thing is, is I read that email and it did not say that. No, 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 no. It wasn't It wasn't addressed to the three of us. It was someone made the opinion in game. And I'm like, look, I'm not upset at your comment. You're fine. But if we feel like we have to be serious about it and criticize the game, we're going to do it. We're not going to thrash it. It's just there's broken stuff right now in drop five. More oh, yeah. than... More than any of the drops did in a while. Mm-hmm. But report, 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 please. Douchebag people in PvP, report them. Report broken quests, <laughs> please report them. 
I may or may not have been reporting people today in PvP. That By people, you mean one person over yes, and over again. Yes, one, one person over and over again who would be like, nope, no healers on our team. I'm going to go AFK. I'm going to sit here and shoot the wall. Well, okay, no, he, buddy. Would, he wouldn't even do that. I swear he either had a macro or something set. And he would just stand there and swing his sword so that the if you if you do report him for AFK, uh, it does, it will look and see his log and say, no, he's making movements. Yeah, remember last time someone put something on their keyboard that would automatically make them hit the one key <laughs> over and over and over? Go ahead, do it again, guys. Let's do it. Anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a warrior, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. EU. If you are an EU player, welcome to Friday Night War Plots. There is a group on Jabbit that is taking control of that, and they're going to start doing, on Paris time, Friday Night War Plots. So if you got to do your daily, got to do your weekly, here's your best chance to do it. Go to the link we're going to show up in the Q times chat and also on the show notes, you'll have all the information you need right there. Now, I'm going to bore the shit out of these two, but I hope they do, they hope they follow me on this and want to contribute to this. Indigo's already moves Mike out of the way. <laughs> Lormageddon is back. It is, he walked away. <laughs> he, he almost walked away from the screen right now, dude. It's super cool. You'll like at least one of these things. Lormageddon has returned. Uh, the lore team, led by Papulicious, has come back, and they've got a whole batch of questions, and I've got a page and a half of um, abbreviating some of this stuff. And, Krug, if you want to help me out with this, I don't want to talk the whole time and get your guys' opinions on it. That'd be fucking awesome. I'm down. So, and we're not, we'll, we'll try and go through a few of them get opinions. We're not going to go through the whole thing verbatim. Names. Not a problem. So, they've got stuff like, this is a very Mordesh-heavy Lormageddon. <laughs> And Ooh. Indigo loves Mordesh. I do love the Mordesh. I'll come back for that. Well, actually, <laughs> you know what I would I want you to do? I want you oh, one this is going to be creepy head face of Lormageddon. Uh no. So, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to pretend that you're doing your your lore show when you do this. So I can I can imagine in my head what it would be like listening to you do Welcome lore. everybody. Welcome to Lormageddon. And this week we go over the many many Lormageddon. There's already a Lormageddon. You can't also be Lormageddon. I can't do a bad British accent the entire time. But you missed the... <laughs> no, no, he's I know, saying, saying name-wise. Uh, I've, I've been asked to not repeat that name because people are getting really offended at it. So I, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> I, to no, oblige I, him. Oh, oh, I forgot that name. That's yeah. But uh, move on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go off with it. So first off, we're going to talk about the Mordash. First off, are there any other moons besides Halion on Nexus? Yes, there is. There's Pyra, which has been shielded by Elden. The Elden have some kind of force fields all around the second moon, right next on to Halion. And the Exile Academy of Science, Dominion Royal Collegium, the Alchemist Guild, and Dread have not been able to penetrate it. No one knows what's going on the surface. They can't do scans on it. They can't visually see into it. Something is being hidden or held or, or something on Pyra, the second moon for Nexus. And uh, we don't know what will happen if it finally lets us in or breaks out. So, super obvious that that's just like, hey, hey, we need a plot device in our pocket. Let's keep this moon hidden. <laughs> they just, like, put a moon That's there. no moon. It's just a plot device. Like, literally, it's just a, a back pocket plot device. Well, there's so much in Which, this game that's like that. I keep a back pocket plot device, but it's just funny. I don't know. I find it funny. It, it is. And speaking of moons, we're going to go right, like I said, to the uh, Mordesh. Grismara, the Mordesh homeworld, do they have moons and how many? And basically, they said, yes, Mordesh, there's a ton of satellite stuff around Grismara, but there's six major moons. And the reason why they're even worth noticing 
is that they were tied to the ancient Mordesh religions. And if you've been following Mordesh lately on Nexus and Wildstar, they've become much more of a calculated, colder race, more science-based than religion and philosophy. Uh, they don't seem to have any discernible on the surface uh, cultural stuff going on. They kind of keep it all in. But Pappy and the lore team have decided to open this up. And they said that they... Uh, their astrology and their old religion really, really had a big hand into these moons. And the first one that they talk about is called Pirin. They name it after elements of fire. And it's actually technically a sun. It's a freaking volcano everywhere. And it produces its own light. They, uh, and almost all of these moons were actually inhabitable by the Mordash and other creatures and colonies and species. The problem was, after the contagion hit Grismara, it leaked into the six other moons. And almost all of them, if they weren't already inhabitable are completely uninhabitable now because of the uh, contagion and the ravenous Mordesh. Uh, if you're into if you're into roleplay and lore, this is what you're gonna want to listen to because if you're a Mordesh, this will give you tons of backstory for it. Pirin being the element of fire, <laughs> those born under it were said to have much anger but passion. They're very violent prone. Uh, they're prone to conflict. But many of Grismar's greatest warriors were actually born under the name Pirin, under the moon of Pirin. So it's, if you're a big fan of astrology and signs and whatnot, this, they kind of follow that same suit. Uh, Krug, if you want to check out the next one, Aquazar. Yeah, Aquazar is named after the Elden Elemental uh, Water, um, which is kind of obvious by the name. Uh, it's a frozen water world that was widely inhabited with resorts and research facilities that were all quarantined. Uh, increasing, Interestingly enough, there are uh, creatures that were unaffected by the contagion under the surface, which... I mean, the fact that they mentioned that explicitly is kind of fun because maybe that'll lead to like a cure or something like a vaccine or something, you know, something that will kind of help against that problem. Maybe an end to that specific plot. Um, so Aquazar is associated with tranquility, peaceful nature, uh, but also it's very mysterious and secretive and kind of uh, under wraps. Um, Avara Darkos? The um, head of the, what's it called? The, the spy guild on the exile side, what are their names? I'm forgetting the names right now. But Avra Darkos was born under Aquazar, so she's one of those Mordash that's kind of like secretive and, and hidden and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So creepy, basically. Kind of creepy, like all yeah. Mordash are. Speaking of creepy, Indigo. <laughs> that face. I'm going to keep going because you're totally out of here. So <laughs> they have. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this short. Uh, Teroth, Ethrin, Vitrova, and Logos were other moons that have a ton of stuff. Logos is interesting because. They're more cal people on that side are more calculated. The Black Hoods, thank you very much, Jim Kitty. Uh, Vitrova actually has a whole jungle ecosystem in it, and was very inhabited by Mordesh and other creatures. Unfortunately, now that the Ravenet's taking back, think of it like zombie jungle fever time. You don't want to go back down there. Uh, tear off uh, if Mordesh weddings. Uh, they love the minerals down there, and the and Protostar and the Marauders and other cultures and races actually mined Terov as well as the Mordesh. Like Hold I on. said, mm -hmm. did you say Mordish wedding? Mordish weddings. The reason why it's mentioned is that Teroth is completely. Think of like uh, Pitch Black, the movie Pitch Black. Uh -huh. How that planet would go into like cycles of night and day, but the night mm -hmm. lasted forever and a day. Mm -hmm. That's what Teroth was. It's very dark and dim, but they have tons of minerals that was favored throughout most of the galaxy. Protostar, the Mordash, and other creatures and, and cultures have mined it, but after the quarantine, people no longer get it, so all those minerals are super rare. So for the Mordash, not only culturally in the past it was important, even now Mordash culture is kind of lost a little bit because Terov is no longer in, uh, habitable to be mined. Surprisingly enough, in this case, it wasn't the contagion that's blocked off uh, Terov. 
it's actually what they call the long night. There's no information about it, but if you go back to that black, uh, pitch black theory where the night takes over and creatures come out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I can only assume Terov has that kind of slant going for it. So there's more uh, for that, but I'm going to leave that. They talk about the void and how the Elden and Spellslingers are pretty much the only two um, groups that have been able to tap into the void. The Elden use it mainly for technical stuff. The teleportation stuff on Nexus is all driven by the Void, whereas Spellslingers have been able to manipulate the Void uh, to their pretty much their will. Their will, uh, they can go into it more often than other creatures can or groups can because they use sigils and focuses in their mag pistols to channel it. In other words, Spellslingers are awesome. Another reason why they are awesome. Awesome. <laughs> they do mention though that. People have been lost in the void, but the void isn't inherently evil or good. It just simply is another dimension. And there's a small theory that's starting to gain traction in little bits of the community that because people can get lost in the void, maybe if a species doesn't want to be found or needs to escape something on a planetary destructive side, they might disappear into the void. No one may be able to find them. But if they could find a way out, maybe they might come back from the void. All of the monsters from the void. (laughs) Some people will think that the Elden might have escaped into the void. Yeah, you didn't spell that out clearly enough with your long, long explanation about that. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. The Elden were very technologically savvy, and technology kind of gets all fucked up in the void. Whereas Spellslingers don't really use any technology to get in the void. They use sigils to channel the void. And to channel the sigils, they use mag pistols to, to focus that. So, in other words, I kind of have a leg up on the Elden if they did hide into it, but that's just me. The Snarflinks got some lore as well. And oh, this so, is... so they so they actually are claiming that it's a part of lore and not that it, they just wanted to make a really fat, cute cat? They kind of <laughs> shoehorned it in. You can have both. <laughs> you okay. can have both. The Snarflinks, they are from the Lop Homeworld Lagos. Apparently, there's no real aerial predators on Lagos, so Snarflinks have developed... The ability to fly, like legit fly. Mm, no, God, I hope not. But they do so by inflating an air bladder and propelling themselves with the force of that air bladder. Can someone... Uh, they fart. They fart. They, they fart. fart. You, <laughs> yeah, you fart to move on your snarflings. Good job. Good job, Carbine. That's the best propulsion system ever. Flatulence. I love it. <laughs> it's just... It's the best little like thing about it. It's pretty funny. That's must. That's pretty much the big thing from the Snarflinks. We, we got some information on Dominion Legions. Uh, what actually is happening on Nexus? There is the Dominion's massive. We already know that. Yeah. They're they're. We already know they've expanded for many years, many cultures. What they've elaborated in is these legions. They're fighting forces. They have as little as fifty thousand troops and as much as approximately a hundred thousand troops. And there is no real number of how many legions exist, but they've estimated it about 500. The legions we meet on Nexus, though, are kind of like the 501st of the Dominion. Nexus, or the Black Legion, White Legion, Gold Legion, and Crimson Legion. They are the best of the best. So the Exiles are kind of fighting for their life against pretty much the A-Team and the 501st Legion of Dominion. Mm-hmm. And they've, they kind of go into a little more detail about that, and there's actually two legions in the entire history of of the Dominion that have ever been disbanded or dissolved or destroyed. And some of these legions have been around since the inception of the Dominion almost 1,600 years ago. The two legions that were destroyed were the Bone Legion that were completely Draken, 100% Draken, and they were completely wiped off the map after the Dominion went to war with the Granok on Nox. 
the Granog completely destroyed 32,000 Draken. Gone. Nothing. No higher-ups, no grunts, nothing. Wiped them off the map. And then if you kind of run around, uh, you might be able to find a little shrine to the Bone Legion. I don't know if it's on Nexus or yet. Supposedly there is, but I haven't been able to find it. And the Tartarus Legion, speaking of your whole plot devices, Krug, the Tartarus Legion was part of an expedition that went beyond the Fringe. So some people have also theorized that the Fringe might be where the Elden escapes to. The Tartarus Legion was with this uh, expedition to pacify and locate additional habit habitable systems. But while it was initially successful, they lost complete contact with them at about 1492 AE and haven't <laughs> been heard from since. So this is the question. Do we think we're going to see the Elden? I think yeah. we will eventually see the Elden. Probably not as fast as people think. We might so see one Elden soon, but maybe not more than that. So they're going to Doctor Who it? I think like... they're going to Doctor Who it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there have been tons of other crossovers with other IPs, so we may as well include Doctor Who, if there hasn't been one already. I don't even remember. There's, there's that, I think, well, the Fez. The Fez is in the game. Mm -hmm. There's that. That's a call out to the game. And there's two more things about the Lormageddon. Uh, someone asks, what's shiniest to lop? And we get a really sentimental answer where everyone's like, yeah, you know, you can measure it with platinum and gold and shiny things. But what's really shiny is a state of mind. <laughs> oh, and it God. can be anything to any different lop. Like I'm a wooden hose a or something. Yep. Throw you off a building. Yep. Yep. And so oh, there's apparently a die in this in the in the game called Space Time Blue. Sp there we go. Space Time Blue. Thank you very much, Mr. Dasmus. And finally, for Lormageddon of this week, Thade, someone asked about Thade and what else is going on with it. What basically happened was when they touched, when the Exiles touched down onto, onto Thade, it originally was an Osun Rune city. And there was a data cube inside that Dorian Walker found that called it Kel Thayud. Uh, like all good Americans do when they find new creature or new settlements, and like all people in the history of time when they find new, spe new groups and new continents and new nations, they mispronounce the names. <laughs> so when Dorian America. Walker <laughs> it's an America thing but it's also a America. world thing so America. when Dorian Walker went back to the exiles he mispronounced it Thade instead of uh, Kel'Thaud and it kind of stuck the reason why the data cube mentions it being called Kel'Thaud was it was one of the largest Osun cities but when they decided to F the Elden and start a rebellion the Elden quickly quickly squashed it completely razed the city and those who didn't leave were obliterated that's the reason why we saw no resistance and no public quest for resistance of Kel'Thaud because the Osun no longer want to go back there. They have no need for it. They have no importance of it to go back there. They kind of just left Kel'Thaud on their own and now we call it Thade. That's it for Lormageddon. Or Ilium. Sometimes we call it Ilium. <laughs> you call it Ilium. <laughs> <sighs> yes, that was a lot of lore. Are you okay there, Indigo? So, are we done yes we're done with lore for this week we're done with lore for a little bit until Lomergeddon comes back and I think I think our chat also kind of tuned out too <laughs> all the people that wanted lore they got their lore and they're like yeah so it dies and housing <laughs> it sticks in custard as food which is also a Doctor Who reference and uh, yeah so let's get on with some more. This is all community stuff going on, and then I wanted to go over an add-on that I found this week. So there's another new podcast showing up called Oxen Shack Talking Back. They started up on YouTube. They want to turn it into a weekly show. They want to see their support for it. Uh, and what they did for their pilot episode was they were going to talk about general Wildstar stuff, kind of like us, 
Whereas we go over more of the news and views, they want to go into more of a discussion, at least from what I can assume from this. They actually went into analysis and in discussion about the 3v3 arena. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. Have you had a chance to see it? Uh, I watched like the first 10 minutes of it. It's it's not bad. They they have some pretty cool insight. I've never played 3s yet since that one time we tried it and got destroyed. Mm-hmm. I would like to. Which but, we need to do again. Which we do need to do again. We should do it tonight. Down. There's contracts for it. Eh. Krug. Anyway. I, I'm going to do it anyways. You okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Ox and Shaq talking back. They're hopefully going to turn into a weekly show. Please do, guys. That was really cool and really informative. I did really enjoy that, especially seeing the synergy. I, we already knew there was stuff like synergy between Espers and Medics, which, oh, my God, I want to just... Uh, but uh, some really cool stuff about, you know, talking about layering your CC to anticipate your opponent's stuff about uh, what 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 should we do with team builds and whatnot. They basically agree, well, we agree with them in the sense that since they are starting to focus on threes, they do admit that twos is where crazy meta stuff happens and it's going to be hard to get over that and makes 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 balancing for that uh, harder because balancing for two classes is kind of ridiculous compared to threes. And fives is a giant free-for-all clusterfuck of great proportions. Doesn't really lead to balancing well. So it, I thought it was really cool. Everyone else, if you get a chance when you're done listening to us, go check out Ox and Shaq talking back. Actually, Mr. Shackleberry's in chat right now. Oh, He's yeah, like, hey, our next... is in Shaq. <laughs> yeah, next live show is tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> Mr. Shackleberry. Oh, that was dumb. <laughs> I was to say, Shackleberry is in chat. That's it sounds like a, uh, like, like a... Like a... Like a cereal... Like Halloween time, like Booberry and Mr. Shuckleberry. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much. Anyways, it does sound it sounds like a great podcast. Or sorry, I say podcast reflexively. A great show. Uh, and they both sound really intelligent. They both sound like they know what they're talking about and that they research and stuff, which is the only thing that I uh would I like research for shows you. like moving forward is that, you know, if you're gonna make a claim, just you know, make sure that the claim is either like either supportable or hundred percent accurate. And they totally seem like they know what they're talking about. So yeah, it's good to And if not, talk to them and talk to us. We anytime all of our shows can get better in quality, that makes this community of better quality as well. Yep. Some more community news. There is a cosplayer who needs some help with the voting and competition. I try to remember her name. I can't remember her name. You're the worst. I'm sometimes I forget. So Ember Tay on the forums, she did a Wildstar RN cosplay. It looks like an Esper, or it looks like the Wild the the RN from the launch video way back when in like 2011. She, it looks freaking awesome. Oh I, wow! I love cosplayers. She even has the tail. How do you keep the tail up? Just tell me that. Uh, I would tell you, but you'd be grossed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking her, not you, and your assumption is creepy. but she needs some help so we're going to put the link up there and also in the description if you really do enjoy it show some love and show this community has the potential for some awesome and amazing cosplay stuff like joking aside this is a great costume yeah it's really cool um we'll talk about shock shock one two shock one three we'll talk about that in just a a little bit after the community news uh kdm will be answering your question right there in chat Uh, i'm thinking about the other cosplay stuff i saw a few people I believe didn't Jessica Negri didn't she also cosplay a Wildstar character not long like not long after launch? Very don't know. popular cosplayer. Go look her up. She's really cool. She's I know also who really Jessica Negri is. I just okay. don't know if she did I, Wildstar cosplay. I'm not I'm not oh I'm I'm not in like I, I love cosplay, but I have no idea who's 
doing what in that know. world. I kind of like, want the puppeteer I, to come so back, though. Like that. Yeah, like, it's the cosplay. I'm like, wow, that's good cosplay, but I don't like love cosplay. No, see, see, what I do is I go, wow, that's awesome. I wish I could make that. Ooh, wow, that's awesome. I wish I could make that. Ooh, wow, he's not wearing a shirt. I really need to get more fit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, that's very true. I'm like, I should cosplay for for Comic Con this year. Mm, nothing with beards and nothing that has that doesn't have a six pack. Why can't we have more superheroes that are a little more less six packy? Mm. I could cosplay like no, I couldn't even do that. Bacchus, I could cosplay Bacchus from Smite. Everybody from Bacchus from Smite. That's what I'm gonna cosplay. Pretty. I want you to uh, I want you to uh, cosplay as Scylla from Smite. That would nope. Be the- <laughs> <laughs> I had someone say you should cosplay as Drax. I'm like, um, um, moving on. <laughs> uh, we've actually have a little bit of leak outside of Wildstar. So there is uh, a sorry, Katiem just posted um, a picture of Jessica Negri as an RN Boom! Oh, Drax stalker. Was right, that, she was a, a Drax stalker. That's, yeah, that's good. It was fucking cool. I want to know. Who, uh, it's just super fucking cool. Anyway, let's move on. So yes. there, so NCSoft does have a new Korean MOBA called Master X Master. It's kind of a cross between a MOBA and a dungeon crawler. It's got stuff like terrain you can jump over, and it's got more mobs than a typical MOBA does. But there is something Wildstar about this. A few weeks ago, I'd personally seen this, a character that looks especially like a Chua. I've personally seen this? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I saw this in the community brought it up as well. I didn't Thank know what you. to make of it because I didn't know if it was being ripped off or if it was part of Soft's game. There was a Chua that looked like a medic, or no, sorry, an engineer, and it had something with the name of uh, Zax in it. And I can't remember uh-huh. if Zax was a title or a name. So what really didn't happen is it was officially declared Mondo Zax, not random Zax Chua. Uh, the sure. Chua leader, Mondo Zax, is actually going to appear in this new Korean MOBA, Master X Master. If you can read really? Korean, go try it out. There's... I- I, I want you. To, I want to. I'm going to go back in this video that we're playing, and I want you to pay attention. So, so Mondo Zex is in the game, but he also has a a little pet with him. Like a, he's got a, bots. Yeah, he's got a bot with him. But those bots are just as smart as the bots in Wildstar because I'm going to skip forward. <laughs> I'm going to skip forward because he moves and it gets stuck on a wall and just stands there in this video. It, I, he's over here. Passing, please. He's just going to hang out over here. In the hey, shirt. that was like drop one or two. That was like drop one or two bots. Now we just aggro everything. <laughs> Look at Bots gone. You know why? Because the bot's behind the wall. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Master X Master is the NCSoft title. All right, no one knows if there's going to be any American or North American release. Right now it's only in Korean. But Mondo Zax is one of the first Wildstar characters to go outside of our game into something else. I, Of course, it was an engineer. Had well, to be an engineer. Very interesting. Mm. I, it's very well, interesting. It's the, it's the first fit Wildstar thing to go outside into another game. I would have preferred a stalker or a spellslinger. That's just me, though. No, no. I, I, who, I think it's cool that Mondo Zax is in it. I, I, I really do think it's cool. I think it's awesome that. And he's perfect because it's, he's a little shooter. I mean, it's, a lot of these characters I'm seeing aren't really melee characters, or at least in this video when I watched it. Uh, I, I'm, I think it's really cool. I, I'm sorry. It's, it's, I think it's cool. It's just random. It, it is kind of random. Well, not unless they're they're you know going across genres and and going to add more wild stars slash. I mean, who's this blue floaty guy? Supposedly, IPO. some of the characters are from other NCSoft titles like Lineage, Aeon, and Terra. I don't know the games well enough to do it, or like Soul Blade or uh-huh. Soul whatever. Uh, I believe some of these characters are created specifically for this game. I don't quite know what they're doing design wise for Master X Master. 
But uh, yeah, uh, artillery bots in there, Mondo's Axe is in there, it looks like tank bots in there, and I think uh, heal bots in there as well. Either and way. Soft's version of Heroes of the Storm. Yes, it looks more Heroes of the Stormish than League of Legends or Dota. And they even have the telegraph system in there as well. Yeah, which I, I did notice that, which is well, kind of cool. Yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting. I thought it'd be worth showing up. And that's yeah. most of the most of the community news for this week. And if you haven't noticed, pets are available in Invasion Nexus slash Drop Five. Yeah, let's just mention that as an offside. It you is know, an we offside. already talked about that for like Meh. ten minutes, but whatever, Meh. you know, Meh. whatever, whatever. So I don't know if you guys had a chance to check this out this week, but someone online said, "Hey, uh, one of my guildmates has created a new uh, add-on for Wildstar called Pets. Simply Pets. It's available on Curse." And he says, if you were interested in pet management, not to go through all those menus, please check that out. So I did. I've been testing it for about two days or three days or so. And I have a few thoughts about it. Uh, there is this, this is need, greed, and pass on the add-on pets. So first off the bat, pets is super simple. When you get pets, only thing that shows up when you reload your UI is a donut. I don't know why it's a donut, but it's a donut. And they give you three, four commands total for pets. Forward slash pet will show you all the options. Forward slash pet show gives you a list of all the pets you have in your chat window and their IDs. And if you type in forward slash pet some ID number, you will be able to summon that specific pet. Now, when I first saw when I first did pets, I did not see the icon and I only used pet some ID and pet show. And I was like, there's no point in using this. No point at all. I well, don't actually hold on. Even even if that was the only functionality, the fact that you can bind those commands to a macro makes it useful in and of itself. Yes, but I'd rather just go into the menus. If I'm going for ease of access, why take the extra time and make a macro for it? Now, so I did also look at my screen again when I went to a different area. This is my opinions. You didn't try pets, so you can need green pets uh, later. You shut your mouth. I tried pets. Oh, you did try pets. Okay, so we'll get yeah. your opinion in a little bit. Now, th- I'm saying that because. I then noticed the little donut icon mm-hmm. and went, why did I not see this? It's freaking tiny and brown. It blends in with half the environment. But once you click on it, instead of getting a window, you get a simple pop-up list with every pet you have. And from there, you just click on it and it summons. Even better, if you do forward slash pet random, it gives you a random pet. Now, Which can also be bound to a macro. Which can also be bound to a macro. Now, <laughs> I... Like I said, when I was doing Needy Green Pass, I was writing it up, and I was like, you know what, pass. This add-on is kind of crappy. I don't want to do ID numbers. This is dumb. Uh, this is kind of like, I'd, I'd rather just do this instead. But then when I found the, the, the button, the icon button, I wish it was a different color and a different UI setting instead of just being kind of brown and dull gradients, it became an instant need if you love pets. If you love pets at all, use the pets add-on. Just forward slash pets random or uh, a macro for it or just the normal donut item for it. You, it's awesome. If you're a narcissist and like to show off your collection, if you have a specific pet or you don't care about pets, you get a whole ton of them, you're going to love it. If you like to coordinate your costume to your pet, like some people in chat are saying, you're going to hate it. And if you don't like pets, you're going to hate it. It's a, it's a legit need, I think, if you like pets, but it's a pass if not. Like there's, it's a polarizing, there's no greed on this thing. Pets is need or pass for me. Uh, Krug, did you try it out? Yes. Uh, so first of he's all, he's currently in game right now trying it out. You're right, I am. Uh, <laughs> no, I wanted to test a couple of things before I before I said something because I, I thought of some stuff. Uh, the the one thing that hit me about it first was that I can't um, 
that it doesn't allow me to automatically spawn my pet. Like that's the one thing I really want in the pets functionality is I pick a pet to spawn and then whenever it's not there, it just automatically appears. Like I don't think that cast should have a time. I don't think that I should have to do it every single time I want to summon a pet. The only time I think I should have to interact with the pet interface is if I want to change pets. So if there could be an add-on that does that, I would say need. Just this instant cast and you log in? Yeah, not not even it shouldn't be a cast. It should just be there. It should just be always there. But it's tied for a cast. So either way, when you, if you had that, if you had that add-on in there, it just could, anyway. Sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you. Sorry. That, I, whatever. Yeah. It, and if it were to be done with an add-on, it would have to be, just initiate the cast, and you you know have to wait for a second while the cast, which is fine. Um, I, that's just something that I think Wildstar should work on. It shouldn't be a cast. It should just be there. But. That having been said, I, I'm going to give this a greed because it is way, way easier than using the, like, okay, you have to go to the menu and then click on pets and find the one you want and click on it. It's just, like, right there. I love the donut icon so much. Like, it, it took me a while to find it when I first installed it. I was like, wait, where is it? It's not anywhere on my screen. I don't, is it broken? No, um, hmm. Okay, look really carefully. Oh, okay. It's kind of, like, in the left third of of the screen, kind of the top left third quadrant is where i would say it's located um i can't have thirds and quadrants at the same time krug that was really stupid you guys know what i'm saying though top left corner somewhere you're a mathematical genius (laughs) um so yeah greed that's that's my assessment of this Hmm. add-on indigo did you have a chance to try it out or no i i did not it is installed on my computer i installed it once i saw that you wanted to do a neat green pass this week on it Uh, it was kind of random i should have said it no 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 no. i i did not get a chance but i actually wanted to uh, say something about pets that i thought was really funny and the the reason why i probably won't use pets is um outside of pve content um, if I am PvPing, I cannot use a pet, and the reason for that is uh, stalkers, uh, pets don't stealth when you stealth. And they're big. Most of the pets are really big. <laughs> yeah, so we were doing Calls of the Blood Sword. I'm like, why is a skeech in here? I'm like, oh, stalker! Okay, alright. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's a good strategy. Have one out, and you're just like, huh, why is there a, a skeech at? Why is there a chompacabra? Oh my god, a big attack! <laughs> now, I also noticed something with Spellsingers, and it was very quick, and almost every Spellsinger has since stopped using it. The pet will show up of like a fraction of a second before the spellslinger does when they hop into void slip or hop out of void slip. So if you're patient and you have an eye for it, you will see this pet pop up out of nowhere and then the spellslinger right there like two meters away from it. So if you were to, to pop that in there, uh, the pet shows back up. Because obviously you're outside of play so the pet disappears but when it pops back up you just aim your shot there and boom, dead Chat spellslingers. Chat you Indigo. Apparently only you can see your pet when you're in stealth and, and the okay, enemy can't. Well- I don't have a pet, and I definitely saw a Skeech in the in Halls of the Bloodsworn by myself. They're in on the little dot, and I'm like, "Why is there a Skeech here?" And and then I got attacked by a stalker. Maybe it popped up before he made an action. I don't know, but there was I was definitely so basically it gave you enough of a warning that you were worried about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it, that's I part of the problem that. with some pets in PvP is that they're large. Like the Moody Chieftain, I love popping it out. That thing is as big as mine. And when I'm doing Wall Tiki Temple and I see that my chieftain running behind me like 20, 30 yards away, that's a tracker. Someone's going to pop that and see, why is there a random fucking Moody? Let's go follow that and see what happens. Uh, I'm dead. My respawn timer's back up. Damn you, Moody <laughs> chieftain. <laughs> and then you can scold it. That'd be fun. It's, I wish I could. Uh, anyway, nah, that's, uh, it's pretty fun. 
So I think we're close to a little, a little over an hour, not even that. We're about an hour in. We messed up a little bit in the beginning of this podcast, and uh, it, it's been fun. I'm sorry, we messed up? Doc? Nope. Nope, we're still good. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I'm not the one that muted myself. Uh, yeah, you are the one that sat there and went, or I'm not also the one that went, I got water on my shirt after I, I did have water on my shirt. <laughs> after I told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you should be nicer about it. <laughs> we have something to give away, finally, right? Yes, we do. Did we cancel the giveaway? Uh, yes, we did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure before we did that. Yes. We canceled to... the giveaway? We, no, we, no, no, sorry, no, we, we, closed. we, we closed. closed it, sorry. Man, I really wanted to give it away. Oh, well, I live you an hour have it away. at your house, so you could really easily just use it yourself. I'm just gonna throw That's that a lot of there. trust to give to our viewer, whoever wins. So that's the very last box in Indigo's hand right now. Right? Still in the plastic. Look at the shiny plastic. Woo. Look at it go. Look at it go. All right. So uh, let me make sure I'm at the right giveaway before I, before I click uh, give me a winner. Oh, my God. It's hard. <laughs> While it's we not... do that, I do want to give a quick shout out to Ox and Shaq talking back again. I know that Ox has shown up in our Ox HDTV, I believe, has shown up in our, I think it's him. And Mr. Shackleberry shows up once in a while as well. I definitely want to see more from these guys. If you ever need someone to jump in, let me know. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to jump in as well because I'm a giant whore for for promoting all of the stuff. Yes, I said the word again. Sorry. And and as I, I already sent Mr. Shackleberry a message, but uh, we would love to uh, promote you guys on Q Times as well. So keep keep let me know. Send me a message. Uh, we'd love to post your guys' stuff up there. Get you yeah. a couple more views. Are, are you ready yet? Krug? I'm ready. All okay. right, that, that, <laughs> we've screwed around long enough. Give it away, Krug. And the winner is <laughs> somebody Balls. by the name of Justin. Yay! <laughs> Wait, wasn't Justin the winner last week? So, no, no John. No, was John was. Who oh. has generic ass names like Justin and John? <laughs> Did your parents never love you as a child? I'm gonna name wow. Justin. Wow, that's it, rude. Uh, so, Sorry. I live in California Justin, where you hear, we like... have to come up with a different way of doing this where... I'm not going to say his last name. No. But, like, we have to come up with a different way of doing this where we could get usernames instead of people's names' names so that it's less ambiguous. Anyways, Justin... I'm sorry, Justin. Email, uh, ...at the email you sent us uh, during in the uh, contest entry form uh, to claim the prize. Uh, if Justin does not claim the prize... By Within a week. The, ...by next week, we'll be just drawing again from the same pool of people. So... So if your um, name is Justin... If your name is Justin, you might have won. <laughs> <laughs> Check Crew your emails. Sent you an email. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. All I hear is as long as the name is not spelled weirdly, like Justin, like it's J H U S T Y N. I don't mind it. I don't know why people have weird ass spelled names. Why are you rude? Just let him have his <laughs> name, all right, dude. Don't be a douche about it. He's like, you know what? Fuck your code. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> anyway. We're going to start wrapping up the show tonight. If you hang around in the show notes, or sorry, in the, in the Twitch chat. Hang around in the show notes somehow. Just do that. It's hot The show notes right are posted now. yet because we're recording the podcast right now. Thank you, everyone, for listening <laughs> on to the podcast and watching us on YouTube. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, all of that fun stuff. And uh, we will see you all next week. Bye, yes. indeed. Have a good time. Bye. Bye. Why did you give everyone the and finger? I gave you the finger. Oh. Give you the finger.
It's delayed, so I just assumed you were doing it at the end. <laughs> no, I like our chat. I like our chat. Our chat's awesome, even when they give a shit.